You are now listening to the Life in Football podcast. Check out the new website, lifeinfootball.com. Once again, the website is lifeinfootball.com. Thanks for listening. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football. Welcome to the Life in Football podcast, baby. I'm your host, Mike Fee. And this your coach, Cole Moore. You know, we love and life and enjoying football. Top-notch coaches all around the world. Top, top-notch coaches all around the world. We got a top-notch coach on by the name of Bam Bryan on. And he's doing his thing right now at Golf Coast, Mississippi. Juco, baby. And he's putting it down. They didn't want a national championship and all since he's been there. And this is a wide receiver coach guru. That's what I'm going to call him. He, he done did it in the game of football. Now, he first started out born and raised coming straight out of Bartow, Florida, baby. And then he went on up to Upper Iowa. He played ball there, but he said, no, this ain't good enough. I need to go where the big boys at. So he drove on down to the SEC country at Arkansas Razorbacks. He played with them. And then after that, he had a little stint in arena football. He went on to play and do a thing there. And then he got into the coaching world. He didn't coach high school football. He didn't coach at the university at Delta State. And he didn't coach at JUCO at different places, too, in Mississippi. Now, I'm telling you, if I'm a player and I'm a wide receiver, I'm going to make sure I listen to everything that coach has to give me because I know he's going to put me in the best situation. And if I'm at a school right now, I'm going to make sure I be on point because I know Coach may not be there alone. One day he might be up there coaching with uh, uh, Coach Saban or other boys because he putting it down and he dedicated to his job. But without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and let Simo bring him on. How you doing, Coach? Oh, man, I'm doing great, man. Just glad to be here with you guys. Man, it's a blessing to have you on. I'm going to jump right in and get to it, Coach. So he, you see Mike just laid out your whole life right there. Now, I want to know, when did you get the coaching bug? When did you know that this was something you wanted to pursue and be great at it like you're doing? Uh, I would say um, when, I was, when I was playing ball at University of Arkansas uh, back in 2000, just watching how the program was ran, uh, looking at uh, Coach Houston Nutt, which was our head football coach during that time. And, you know, I had three receiver coaches during that time as well. And uh, we know that I knew that in reality that, you know, everybody wasn't going to the NFL. But I wanted to make sure that I continue to coach football and be around football because football gives me an opportunity to impact the young man's life. So I would say back in 2000 when I was playing at Arkansas and, uh, you know, of course, I wanted to try it for the NFL. I had opportunities to try it for the NFL. Things didn't work. So I say, hey, I'm going to fall back 
on coaching football. And, you know, it's just like I say, just being a young man life and uh, being able to impact them. Now, Coach, so right out of the gate, you figured out you wanted coaching. Now, I do want to know, was there anything else you wanted to pursue other than coaching or coaching that just pretty much locked in and you ain't even getting no thought to anything else? Well, it was something else. You know, I went to – when I went to Arkansas, I got a degree in uh, human resource management. So, you know, I'm, I'm always loving dealing with people. And uh, and I felt that, you know, I, I got an HR degree. I can go and deal with folks that already have degrees and coming in to these jobs and having a nice job. So I felt like, hey, I don't need to help them. I need to help somebody that don't have the opportunity. I need to go and coach and help those guys down there. So, you know, I felt like, hey, I, I, I love people and I love the young man. So, you know what? I want to help those guys get that opportunity to see what success feel like. Now, Coach, I'm going to go ahead and continue the conversation since we're talking about life currently. Let's hear a little more about how it was for you growing up and, you know, for your family. Oh, man. <laughs> I, would, I, I would say it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy for me at all. But I was just so determined to be successful. And also, you know, I know that there was a lot of uh, sacrifices in order to be successful but um, just coming up man I just surrounded myself around people that had the same goals that I had um, for instance um, Marcus Floyd uh, me and him used to work out every day throughout the summer I mean you know we, we go hard uh, and he was telling me this is going to be your ticket out of here and you know he didn't really know my living situation and stuff, but when he told me that this is going to be my ticket out of Bartow, that's when I really took it serious. Um, you know, I didn't come from much, to be honest, but uh, but what I did have, I chose to make the best of what I had. Now, Coach, that was amazing because that gives some great insight not only for the young players to hear that motivation, but it is something that a player who was at your same age range in same, you know, situation pretty much coming straight out of bar told baby. And he was inspiring you and encouraging you. So I love to hear that. And by the way, y'all, we did an interview with Marcus Floyd, and it went great as well. So if y'all get a chance, go hear his story as well, man. And, I got to ask you, Coach. Me and Simo, we both played Juco ball. Now, I always like winning. Anybody want to win. That's pretty much. And to be honest, I remember when I was in junior junior college, we played at Ellsworth Junior College. And I remember walking around when I first got there and I saw the National Championship trophy. But they was like from the 80s, I think. And I was just looking at them and thinking, man, that would be nice because I was kind of familiar with Juco ball because some guys from my area had played at Butler and won the national championship. And I was thinking, man, that would be nice to win the national championship. But you had an opportunity to do that with the current school you had, Gulf Coast, Mississippi. So, Coach, how was that, you know, to go win that national championship? And did y'all know it during that season? Well, uh, you know, Coach, that's all Coach was preaching to those guys, you know. Hey, if you guys buy into our system of what 
we're doing as a coaching staff, what the offensive coordinator is doing, the defensive coordinator, special team, and that we do everything right. And when he talk about doing things right, he wanted us to do things like pros. That's all he preached, do it like a pro. And, you know, and I tell my guys, it's just like you're in the NFL. Those guys in the NFL, some of them have 48 million reasons why to do it right. So guess what? You're not there yet, but that's where you're trying to get. So we want to make sure that we groom you guys right now because this ain't your final stop. But the guys brought into our system real fast. And, um, you know, the, the chemistry with the coaching staff, the chemistry with the players, and all those things fell in place for us. And, you know, it was our season. And, you know, we it wasn't easy. We had our ups and downs sometimes. You know, towards the end of the season, we got to the point that we was falling behind it was a great thing for us so we can see if our guys can play from behind. And those guys really showed us that they're capable of doing it. And even what we were selling those guys, and I mean, we went perfect season 12-0, and 0, had opportunity to play uh, big team East Mississippi here in the state of Mississippi and also Northwest in the state uh, title and then end up going to play Lackawanna, Kansas, where, you know, a lot of things against us. And what I mean by a lot of things against us, you know, uh, the the weather, and then you know it wasn't our it wasn't our conference referees and stuff. So we had a lot of things against us. We just had to keep those guys focused and understand. Hey, we got here. We told y'all from day one. If y'all buy into our system, this is what's gonna happen. So the guys brought into it, and man, we brought home the trophies, the rings, and t-shirts, and hats on. Coach, how was it getting your first coaching job? Like, did you have butterflies? Did you like, ooh, I got it, y'all, I got it, calling everybody back at the crib? Like, how did that feel? Oh, man. Uh, so, man, it felt like a, a ton off of my back because I started coaching high school ball in 2004. And after that first season in 2004, I had got a call from Nickel State to come in and be a graduate assistant, live in a dorm room, and it was a trial run for about 10 months. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. I, I can't do it. I, what it was is I didn't want to step out on faith. I didn't have faith or nor did I have confidence in myself. But I knew I wanted to coach, I mean, college football. But I, I, I told them no. And then the next seven years, all I heard was no, 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 no. We fool. Uh, we get back with you when uh, the opportunity presents itself again and stuff. So seven years, they told me no. And then – the door opened again for me. But this time when the door opened, it wasn't an opportunity to coach receivers on the college level. It's an opportunity to coach running backs. And guess what? I was about to run again. I do receivers. I don't build coach the receivers. So I had to sit down and talk to a couple of coaches. Um, also, the, the running back coach that was there at my high school, he was coaching. He said, hey, bam, this is the easy position to coach on the field. So I had to go find out. I did my resource. I went to Memphis University, Memphis, I went to Ole Miss, and I went to Mississippi State because those are the local schools that was close by me. So I can go sit down and talk to the running backs coach and get some information about running backs. But, you know, I was, I, it was out of my element. I was scared. I was nervous. So, you know, I wasn't fired up like I would have been if it was a receiver job. But I told myself, this opportunity, last time I had it, it took me seven years to get it. If I close this one here, it may take me another 7, 14 years, so I'm about to run with it. I'm about to take this base up here on Concord Now, Coach, that's amazing, man. I, I, 
I never even knew that. And that just show how much faith you still, you still have enough faith to keep rolling because you could have said, nah, man, Lord, I guess this ain't for me, but you ain't, you ain't closed that door at all. You said, I'm going to bust it down. So I do want to know, how does it feel when you get coached wide receivers and they actually understand what you're saying, go out there, perform, light it up, and come back to you like, Coach, man, you was right, man. Like, And even right on the field and as well as, Coach, man, you was right, man. You said, man, sit in the front, man. Get your work done. Don't be playing around. Like, how do those scenarios feel when them players come back to you and talk with, with you like that? Oh, man, that, feel, that feels so good, man. I mean, it feels real good because I went to a parent and to a kid's house and sit down with the parents and stuff. And the first thing I want those parents to know, I'm going to make your son a better player on the field and prepare him for life out the football, life out the football. Because there's a lot of guys that don't have that skill set for life out the football. And also, when I tell them, mom, dad, when he comes in, first thing I'm going to be is that father figure. Second thing I'm going to be is that mentor leader. Then I'm going to be that coach. So those guys, they buy into that. But they really don't see it when I'm sitting there on that couch talking to their parents and stuff. And I tell them, I, I look mom in the eye. I look dad in the eye, whoever it is. I look them in the eye and let them know, hey, I'm for real. I can't do nothing but tell you the truth when I come out here and recruit your kids. And once those kids get in, they see, hey, this is not a bait and switch. Coach is for real. And I, and they realize, hey, coach ain't only teaching me what's on the field, but me the things, the skills I need off the field. So, those things right there, I get calls all the time. I got my players that back in 2004 that want to come in now and sit down and talk to my players and basically just tell them their experience with me. Uh, you know, I, I, I got a lot of guys, I mean, that I coached over the 18 years I've been coaching. Uh, I had two guys, which was real, real, real surprising for me to just know that those guys, they know my number. They knew my number. Nowadays, you just push a name. Nobody remembers numbers. So he called my number out and stuff. And had one player that really got he got in some serious trouble, and he got released out of jail. And I mean, I'm the first one he called. He said, "Coach, you was the only number I knew, so I had to call you." So it feels good when I know that I impact one guy's life. And one thing I, I teach them a lot of stuff, and they remember one thing and they carry that thing and they run with it. Coach, that is amazing information. And it's great to hear that you are there supporting the players. And now I want you to kind of talk about your life and how it is supporting you and your family. I know you got four kids and you have a wife and you out here coaching. You 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 know you're helping the players and that's a tough job trying to juggle all of that. Could you just kind of give us a little inspiration? and tell us how it is for you and kind of really just help us as young men understand the importance of managing your life in the game of football. Oh man. Uh, yeah. That, that's, that's, that's real tough. Any coach would tell you that. And uh, you know, with the time that you spend with those players and stuff, but the thing uh, that I had to do right off the bat is sit, sit down and talk to my wife. Right before we got married, anything I had to talk to her, let her know, hey, I want you to understand what I'm doing here as a coach, and we need to communicate because if there's no understanding, no communication, we lead to failure. 
So my wife brought into the system. She understood what was going on. She knew that the hours that I would be uh, coaching away from the house, 12 to 14 hours, some days I'm be on the road and stuff like that. So, you know, it, it, it's hard because we're around the clock when it comes to those players. Those, those players, their players' parents, they trust us. They leave the kids to us because I tell the parents all the time, you, when your son here with me, I want you and your husband to be able to lay down at night and go to sleep and be peaceful and sleeping and knowing that your child is taken care of. But at the same time, I got to pull and take care of my household as well. Um, you know, my kids understand. They've been around football a lot uh, for a long time. They understand the hours and stuff like that. But, you know, when it's vacation time, man, I want to turn my phone off and I give my kids the full attention, my full attention. I mean, I, I have to go all out because, you know, from uh, July, like that national championship game, we went from July all the way up until December the 5th. That's a long time away from your family. So, you know, and at times, you know, I try to, when we had a look downtown, I try to uh, plan some little events and stuff, uh, family time, movie time. But, uh, you know, I don't really get a chance to get that much time because, you know, especially during camp, I wake up in the morning, my wife sleep. I come back home at night, my wife sleeping. You know, that, that bothers me. But, you know, we got a good understanding and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, it, it's difficult, man. It's hard, man. I mean, they always say, you know, being a uh, being a wife of a football coach is real hard because you know those those women want that attention, man. They got to have their time and the kids. Coach, hey, coach, that's true. I mean, and what you said is gold for just trying to make sure you dedicate time, even during the season. So I really want to say, I you know, I thank you for that. That message you just gave me, I appreciate it as well. Now, Coach, my last question, and it's really for you to just kind of, you know, promote your school and kind of let the people know what where you're coaching at, how they can get in contact with you, and the different ways they may, um, I guess, need to follow follow or things to follow for trying to get recruited to your school or. Well, like you mentioned earlier, I'm here at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, which is located at the bottom of Mississippi. It's in between uh, Biloxi, Mississippi, and Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Our school basically is a school that gives guys a second chance to get back on track academically. Um, we're, we're, um, we're located, I mean, well, you know we're located in Mississippi, but uh, we has, actually have um, – like uh, I want to say eight out of staters that we have for instance guys in Florida matter of fact I have a guy right now that's coming to play for me from Florida he played played at um, community high school Kamari Oldham so you know I try to get back down to Florida and try to get a couple of those guys as well get them guys those opportunities to come up here and play ball but um, you can reach me on social media um, at Coach Brian underscore Y uh, W R, um, that'd be the best way to get in contact with me. Also, you can uh, tag me in in with your huddle account and stuff like that, and and I definitely reach out back out to those guys and watch the huddle film and uh and address anything that they may have, any questions that they may have. But uh, the thing is, you know, those eight out of state spots are critical. Those are critical spots. So you know, if we don't get a chance to get back with you or anything like that, man. I mean, 
it's probably just because we're not we full at that spot. But uh, I would love for everybody down there, Polk County especially, those guys to follow me, send me their film so I can watch it. If I can't help you get here, I can probably help you get to another school here in Mississippi, possibly Kansas. Coach, Kamar, that boy, that Odom boy, he balled out. You got a star right oh, there. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm extremely excited about that one there, man. I mean, uh, every every school I talked to down there, head coach down there in uh, Polk County, and, you know, came up in the kid Davis name came up from Bartow, but everybody was excited about Kamari, and hey, I'm overly excited about the kid, too. I can't wait to get him on campus July 11th. Yeah, I'm excited for him, too. I'm going to definitely follow him and be keeping in contact with him as well. Now, y'all just heard Coach Bram Bryant. He's coaching at Gulf Coast Mississippi Junior College. He's doing a marvelous job over there. He just told y'all that, hey, I'm looking for ball players. If I can't get you in my school, I could try to direct you somewhere else. Now, that's a great help. Not if you're just from Polk County, just anywhere. If you try to play ball, you need to be getting up with it. And I'm telling y'all, man, they got a great system and a great package over there at Gulf Coast, Mississippi. Beautiful uniform, nice helmet, clean field. And they playing some big-time ball, and they putting guys in schools over there. So I'm telling y'all, make sure you do your work and you do your due diligence as well as far as trying to reach out to schools and coaches if you really want that opportunity to play because it's there for you. But I'm going to leave y'all like how I always leave y'all. Keep your head up and not down, or else you'll fall to the ground. It's the Life of Football Podcast. Catch you next time. Try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football.